welcome to the Common Room Podcast. I am Hallie and I am shaking in my boots. Nice to meet you. I am nervous, <laughs> but I'm so excited. Okay, I have been doing a podcast in my brain. The only listener has been myself for a few weeks. I have been practicing. <laughs> I was asking my husband Connor if he's ever listening to a podcast and if he just pauses it so he can play the podcast in his head. He said that was not relatable, unfortunately. So it is possible that this is just a me thing and possibly a sign that I'm supposed to have a podcast. If you are new around here, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Hallie. I am a Hufflepuff. I am a business owner. I live in Utah. I love dogs. I have two. They're my children. And I'm really excited to start this podcast. The podcast came when I was in therapy. We love that for me. We really do, actually. And I was telling my therapist that I have the best community of people, but that I feel so overwhelmed because I want to connect with people all the time. But I, if I was just to sit and do messages all day, I think I, it would be an around-the-clock situation. So I wanted some way to be able to share more of my life and bond. And she was like, well, what do you think you could do? Would you want to do a live stream? And I said, girl, that makes me a little anxious. She said, okay, what else do you think? And hence the Common Room podcast was born. I am so excited, especially to be launching it right now because November guys, it's November. <laughs> it's my favorite month. Happy November 1st. Um, I am one of those basic bees whose favorite month is her birthday month. <laughs> it is. I really need to stop with the <laughs> But God, I, this is such a great time to have a podcast because I have so much going on and there's so much I want to share with you guys and I love talking. <laughs> oh, there she goes again with the giggles. Okay. First big thing that I want to share. Okay, let me let me preface this by saying this episode is going to be a good old round of bookish roulette, which is a game that I made up where I ask the most absurd questions I can possibly think of on Instagram and then laugh at your reactions and they just make my day. So I used to call this the bookish questions game. I've only done it once before, but I thought bookish roulette had a nice kick to it. So that's going to be today's episode. But before I get into that, I wanted to share some life updates because like I said, it's a big month over here. The first update is that after months of waiting, I have the keys to our warehouse, which is so exciting. Another amazing reason to have a podcast is so I can literally just share the Instagram versus reality situation here. So right now, my business is entirely in my unfinished basement. And let me tell you, boxes are everywhere. Death by boxes is now a possibility for me. So it was time to move out about end of summer. And we actually found a place and it fell into place very quickly and it was all working out. But they these things always take so much longer. Like it's a new building, so they were building it. And me and Mike, Mike is my little warehouse manager, me and Mike, we've been waiting. Every week I say, hey, Mike, and he says, next weekend. And then I say, hey, Mike, and he says, next weekend. But guess what? Mike made all my dreams come true because it really is this weekend. We have the key. We are having movers move everything into our warehouse tomorrow. I'm super excited. I did buy a Harry Styles cutout. 
so to mark this momentous occasion so there's that and of course there's this podcast (laughs) suddenly I'm forgetting every life update ever uh oh I do have some fun trips in November and read Taylor's version which is the event of the century uh I think it's gonna be a really good month Overall, with this podcast, I want it to feel very, we are in the common room at night, hanging out. You know how sometimes late night chats get deep, sometimes they get silly, sometimes you're exhausted and you just need some coziness? That's kind of my goal with this podcast. Okay, I have no plans and whatever happens will be great. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait. Oh, and if you have any episode ideas, please let me know. Also, please bear with me as I break, as I sucker punch the wall of I am stiff and awkward and become my true self. I'm trying to evolve, but I think there is this hi, I'm talking into microphone phase. We're working on it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to face my uh, fears and be a real girl um you know I'm hoping I won't be like a stiff podcast girl if I am you can cancel me immediately all right that being said let's get into bookish roulette welcome to bookish roulette aka the game that I made up where I ask the weirdest most absurd fun questions ever and read your responses and you guys I haven't really looked at anything that's a lie I've looked at one I saw like two responses to one question and I already laughed so loud. I think this is going to be a blast. So we have 10 questions. You guys came in clutch. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm sneak peeking. I need to stop. Uh, So yeah, let me just jump in. Let's just jump right in. Here's the first question. Question one, you're getting kidnapped. Spooky. Your kidnapper says you can escape if you perfectly recite a line of any book. What is the line you choose? I'm going to read your guys's and then I will read, I will say mine, though I have not prepared answers at all, so SOS. Okay, we've got, let me tell you, we're all over the board. (laughs) So here's, you'll stay with me until the very end. Precious, beautiful. Then, on the other hand, we've got, once I make my move, you're free to check the king. No, no, no. Anyway, you know I could go on, but... (laughs) Nailed it. Honestly, is there a soul in the world who doesn't have that speech memorized after the pandemic? I hope not. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm cackling. His, his growls of pleasure filled the tent, drowning out the distant cries of the injured and dying. <laughs> this is my friend Maggie, and she did the little heart emoji with the, like, smile with the hearts around it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, and back to very heartfelt. Break my heart. Break it a thousand times if you like. It was only ever yours to break anyway. Man, okay. Plot twist. This kidnapper is moved to tears. And then you have an enemies to lover arc. Hear me out. Oh my gosh. Somebody said Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents. I have thought of that one as well. That is the first line of Little Women. Perfectly normal. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four perfect drive. We're proud to say they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. That is a great one. I think that's one of the only ones that I know, like the opening line of a book. Ooh, somebody said, and so the lion fell in love with the lamb. Great one. <laughs> oh my gosh, you not laugh. Did you put your name into the goblet of fire, Harry? Dumbledore asked calmly. So good. I would definitely mess that one up good because I always say Dumbledore said calmly, not asked. It's different in... Of course, it's different in the book because it's you're reading it, not talking. But okay, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. So sweet. 
Um, my gal pal Maria said what the Weasleys lacked in galleons, they more than made up for in heart. Yes, I love that one. Okay, um, Will Herondale's Demon Fox song. Women, they have minds and they have souls and they have minds as well as hearts. That one is so good. I would definitely mess that up immediately because I can't. I tried to learn the Amy speech from Little Women and I always mess it up every single time. So I am canceled. Always. Jesus wept. Someone said Jesus wept. Look, 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 look. I feel like the, um, oh, somebody else said all was well. Yeah. These little like two, three word ones. Y'all, y'all, you trying to, you trying to find a loophole in this situation. But I mean, I guess it is a complete sentence. So you are allowed to proceed. Lots of all was well. That is a great one. Very efficient. Oh my gosh. Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? We all know that one. Um, another maxim break my heart it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good dot 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 dot, i cannot finish that's where they stopped and i cannot finish because i'm an idiot but i do know that's pride and prejudice and props to you queen for knowing that one because that has lots of big words (laughs) somebody said ron weasley how dare you steal that car classic Lori's love confession to joe Look, Joe, we gotta have it out, Joe. Oh my gosh, so good. I guess that you and me both love pain, sister, because that is a great one. I have no idea which story this is from, but I'd rather die on adventure than live standing still. Engrave that on my tombstone. I am now making that quote my entire personality. That is so beautiful. <laughs> Somebody said, I just imagine kidding kidnapped by Azrael, letting him keep me so... T-. You know, this is a very valid point, okay? Let's see. Azrael, let's say I see him out of the side of my eye. I say, oh, I am now illiterate. I cannot finish any quote. That is a very good point. Thank you so much. We are going to end on the most beautiful note I've ever heard, which is, you love me, real or not real. (laughs) Goodbye, R.I.P.B. We love Peter Malark. Time for question two. (laughs) This one is so evil. I was very proud of it. You can save the life of any book character who died, but you have to take another character's life in the process. Who do you save and who do you take? Let's get into it. I'm very excited. Okay, the very first one is literally someone who read my mind because I was on the phone with my dad today and this is my exact answer. She said, save Sirius Black, kill Dolores Umbridge. We are vibing. All right. I would save Matthias. Matthias? No, I think it's Matthias from Crooked Kingdom and Kill the Darkling. We love to see it. She's a hero. Save Sirius. Take away Dudley. R.I.P. Dudley, you do nothing. You just sit there. Save Beth March. Kill Umbridge. I like I like where you guys are coming from. The author and me would save Cedric Diggory and kill Draco just to add a bit of spice with the glitter emojis. Y'all, the very next one says Cedric for Draco. Down with Draco. The people want him dead. (laughs) This says save the surreal for Tamlin. Absolutely. That is absolutely necessary. Here, here. All right. This is spoiler warning for Crooked Kingdom. Listen, she says, I am fully saving Matthias. Please um, accept my apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong. From Six of Crows because that death still has me unwell. Honestly, I'd kill anyone, really. If not, let's kill... Oh, if it doesn't have to be any Phantom, let's kill Draco. <laughs> Another Draco bites the dust. Ooh, I'm passionate about this one. This is Maze Runner. Save Newt. Kill Teresa. What even is Teresa? Okay, 
I haven't read Maze Runner as an adult. I haven't read it since middle school, but I watched the movies. Sis. Finnick. Let Cressida or literally anyone else die. Just save Finnick. I agree, but also I would like to say Cressida, we stand a queen. <gasps> save Rue. This is Hunger Games. Take Hamage. Tea. Tea time. Hmm. I want them both alive. <laughs> Loophole. Finnick O'Dare lives, Gail Hawthorne dies, dot, 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 for Katniss. You know what? That would have been so good. We would have loved, you know, the only thing that would justify Gail's pick-me behavior would be <laughs> death. Okay, that feels a little harsh. But, you know, that would have been a nice character arc. Save Fred. Goodbye, Cho. Here, here. Season's greetings, Cho Chang. Tea time, part two. Save Finnick. Kill Katniss's mom. <laughs> You guys don't care. You say save Finnick, kill anyone else, except obviously Katniss and Peeta. And that is the golden trio right there. So I have to agree. Death for everyone but those three. Pretty much everyone does die anyways, except Gail. <laughs> if I had a dollar for everybody who said save Cedric, kill Draco, I would have like $12. So that one is popping off. <gasps> Somebody said save Fred, but kill George. Okay, twin supremacy. She's got a fave. Everyone wants to save Fred and y'all are justified. Oh, a lot of you said save Fred and take Percy. I get it. I get it. And we're going to end that question here. You guys already heard mine. It was save serious, take umbrage. I'm trying to do the Lord's work here. <laughs> Question three. Your top three soul characters have to go head to head in a round of the Hunger Games. Who wins and who loses? <laughs> Yay, that's going to be fun. Okay, I'm actually going to start with my answers because I don't want to be influenced. So let me go first. My soul characters are Amy March from Little Women, Gwyneth Berdera. Why have I never said that out loud before? I hope I said that right. From Akasp. A Court of Silver Flames, and who's my third? I guess my Harry Potter would be Ginny Weasley, but <laughs> I'm a little more scared of life than her. <laughs> okay, who's going to win that? Well, bye, Amy. <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> She's going to die first. Gwen is a Valkyrie, and Ginny is Ginny. But I think that Gwyneth would take the cake because she is... She is a Valkyrie, and I just think that they are God tier. Somebody said Harry, Draco, and Lupin. Draco would win. Interesting. But definitely Lupin would be first to go, dare I say. And then, uh, you know, that would be quite the battle. Harry and Draco. Somebody said Gwen, Tessa. I'm guessing Tessa Gray from Mortal Instruments and Hermione. Gwen wins. Gwen wins all, I'm telling you. <laughs> Tessa Gray wins. Joe March loses. Here's the thing about Little Women. And in Bookstagram, so many of us have like these favorite characters that are from fantasy worlds that are so intense. You put them up with any of the March sisters and goodbye, March sisters. <laughs> They're just real ladies like us. <laughs> Kelsey says Meg March, Peter Malark, and Lara Jean Covey are all killed by game makers because with a Z glitter soft <laughs> so true i haven't even thought about that what if they all die that is so true 
Julia said, let's be real. No character I relate to would ever have a shot. <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> Jenny wins. Joe March and Alex Claremont Diaz do not. <laughs> okay, Alex Claremont Diaz is from Red, White, and Royal Blue. If you've read that, he really don't be having a shot, though he would get lots of sponsors. I'm sorry, Beth, you're going to lose anyway, but Annabeth Chase wins. Look, when Beth March dies in her book, what chance does she have in the Hunger Games? I am going to hell for saying that. <laughs> okay, um, Hermione wins. I'm so sorry to Nesta and whoever my third is. Mm, we think Hermione's going to beat Nesta? That would be quite the battle I, that I would never want to witness. Aelin Galathinus. <laughs> I'm not saying that right, but Aelin from Throne of Glass wins. Sorry, Luna. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Aelin would win everything ever. Feyre, Reese, and Harry. Obviously, Reese wins on power, but I bet they'd band together. <gasps> Feyre, Archeron, and Harry James Potter? That is a power duo. Oh, suddenly I'm going to write fan fiction about the besties that we never knew we needed. And Reese is going to kill them all. <laughs> it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy fanfic. Everyone will be left in tears. It's going to be great. Joe March, Jenny Weasley, Carol Danvers, which is um, Marvel. Hope I said that right as well. Carol wins, but they all put up a fight. This is a this is an iconic Hunger Games. <laughs> Somebody said Jenny versus Nesta. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> that. That's scary. That's scary. I'm shaking in my boots. This is actually very good. Hermione, Luna, and Feyre. Props Feyre, but Hermione would give her a run for her money. So true. Feyre and Hermione. Why do I feel like they wouldn't get along? Wait, my soul says Feyre and Harry would, but Feyre and Hermione. Hmm. Y'all will have to let me know what you think about that. Nesta, Hermione, and Elsa. She said Nesta wins. Look, I'm not going to lie. I think Nesta would win anything ever. I'm terrified of her and she can hit me with a car, even though there aren't cars in Polaris. <laughs> I only relate to Cottagecore Queens. Luna would win and make March skull emoji. <laughs> yep, the March sisters don't stand a chance. Peta, Hermione, and Meg March. Peta would win, I think. Peta's been through it. He knows the game. He knows the way it plays. He'd be rocking it. Aelin, oh, this is a good one. Aelin and Resand kill Bella. Yeah, they do. Bella's out. Um, Then Resand <laughs> yeets Aelin back through the word gate. Someone please write fan fiction about this. I would like to read it. Um, Reesan and Percy Jackson are battling, and Ron Weasley pulled pulled a pita and hid in the rocks. Next one, Ron Weasley wins. Sam Gamgee, I think that's Lord of the Rings. Guys, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I am once again canceled, and Amy March lose. Edward Cullen will be murdering Hermione Granger and Rory Gilmore in the cold blood. Not surprising. Hermione Granger, Remus Lupin, and Fred Weasley. Hermione would win. Okay, I really think that the results from this question is who is winning, Hermione or Nesta? You guys will have to, maybe I'll do a poll after this episode goes up and you'll have to let me know who you think. Question four is exactly the same, but this is book boyfriend or girlfriend edition, so it's going to be juicy. Gilbert Blythe, Lord, Theodore Lawrence, <laughs> why I almost said Lori Lawrence, and Neville. Neville's taking the W, she says. 
I could, I think I agree there. Tobias Eaton, Gilbert Blythe, and Finnick O'Dare. She said Finnick dies, but that's so true. Tobias Eaton, he's scary. He's a brave little boy. <gasps> Resand and Asriel win. Rowan loses. That is so, we love that little loophole because Reese and Az aren't going to kill each other. So we've got a little Barry's Hunger Games moment with our boys. Edward, this is such a good one. Edward, Draco, and Loki. I feel like Loki would win. Loki is like one of those characters who just wins everything. Same with Aelin. Those kind of vibes. They're taking the W. <laughs> Somebody said, stop, period. So true. I'm unhinged with these questions. Ooh, Zoya from uh, Shadow and Bone, Nesta, and Asriel. Zoya wins. She is awesome. I really liked her when I read those books. Resand wins. Peta and Alec Nilsson, you out. I'm pretty sure Alec Nilsson is from People We Meet on Vacation. I tried to look up Alex's name and I could never find it. But if that's him, yep, R.I.P. He does go on morning runs, but it's not going to be it. Ron versus Peta versus Reese. LOL, the High Lord Ob. I would like to second that Ob. <laughs> Ron and Peta would lose. Cassian would win within five minutes. Cassian would just like crack his knuckles and be like, all in a day's work, but will I go cry and eat chocolates after this because of my sad emotions about this? Yes. And gosh, I love him so much. Um, this one says Cassian wins. Reese loses because he loses his temper. Interesting. Warner from Shatter Me, which I have, but I have not read yet, loses because of Reese. Ooh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> this one said Lori wins, but Cedric dies. Cedric always dies, apparently. <laughs> he, he was never meant to live. This is why Cursed Child is not it. Can I just go on a side rant? Why? would Cedric this is cursed child spoilers why does anyone think Cedric would become a death eater I probably just blew the speakers I'm so sorry but <laughs> goodbye that book is not it <laughs> Darcy is all caps clobbered by Percy Jackson sorry Sirius is destroying Lori and Peta sorry loves and that's valid <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna be it for that one. Um, I'm gonna end with mine. My book boyfriends are Theodore Lawrence, Asriel. Who's my third? Maybe Peta and goodbye, Peta. Goodbye, Lori. May you rest in peace. Asriel is the winner here. <laughs> that was a fun one. Please don't hate me, everybody. Question five, a personal fave. If you were a villain, what would your origin story be? Okay, I think my origin story would be in a dystopian society where you're forced to live by all rules, abide by structure, and not allowed to express your creativity. Hear me out. Creativity is a plague sweeping across the nation. Actually, that just makes me sound like the hero. <laughs> Somehow, hmm, okay, I'm in a dystopian book. They're drugging us, and in my drug-induced, passionate, I hate structure state, I become the villain. I did think of that in 20 seconds. Thank you for listening. First one, trapped in a world of meaningless small talk. I finally snapped. That is so good. Here, here. I'm in my dreams. Someone always steals my clothes and leaves me naked somewhere. That is a villain origin story. You're valid, sister. Misogyny. That's it. That's the tweet. Pop off. We don't stand for that. Who run the world? Girls. This one is deep. Being taken advantage of my own dang fault so many times that I pop off and turn bad. 
Girl, uh, you know I'm in therapy. We're working on it, you and me both. Someone hurts my humans, question mark. They die. Yep, I like that one. Ooh, she said, OMG, I think I'd like the adopted but born to a villain trope. Someone write me a book on that or recommend. This one says, I was always the forgotten about friend, so I'd make sure no one forgets me again. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of the Umbrella Academy, that Netflix show where there's like the forgotten sister, but actually she's the most powerful. That's a good villain origin story. My friend Maddie said, villain origin story. I went to Harry Styles Love on Tour Chicago night one and Harry sang to be so lonely at night too. <laughs> um, Maddie, that's valid. Do what you need to do, girlfriend. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet not getting an Oscar nomination for Beautiful Boy. Mm, goodbye. I agree. That movie was so good. Someone stole my pizza, cry face. Yes. Ooh, Elaine Archeron esque, where I seem so nice, but low key the darkest of all. Ooh, okay. I I have so many thoughts on Elaine recently. I'm just gonna take this on a tangent. I would love for Elaine to be the villain. So bad. I think we're all getting to that point. Um I I, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb. I actually have not thought about this, this at all. But like the, I'm not saying she's a Hufflepuff, but like, you know, the sunshine flower girl vibes as a villain is so great. And um, I've actually been thinking about Elaine a lot because if she doesn't become a villain, what's going to happen? People think the dust court theories maybe are pertaining to her. I don't want to wait, but yes, I love that idea of like a <laughs> happy villain, except that's Dolores Umbridge, so we'll we'll say that, but like an actual charming Elaine Fay character. <laughs> if someone hurt my Labradoodle, I would go full Bellatrix Lestrange. <laughs> so relatable. Don't touch my Atlas in my August. <laughs> this one says being picked last in PE. OMG, that is so scary. I think we need to normalize not having PE in public education. It has been traumatizing for us all. I feel this one so deep. She said, SMH, me being a baker who's allergic to nuts so she can't eat macaroons. I am allergic to, I'm not a baker, but I am an avid eater. It is a very big part of my life and I am allergic to gluten and eggs. So baked goods are a a rarity. I'm very sorry. Question six. You can turn any movie or show into a well-written book that isn't one already. What movie do you choose? This is going to be so fun. Okay, definitely I'm getting a lot of Gilmore Girls right off the bat, and that makes so much sense. That would be an incredible book. We've got an OBX, Outer Banks. Oh my gosh, I would die. Mamma Mia, Baby Driver, Bones, You've Got Mail. Does an Alice Cullen book count? There's a short film about her. I'll have to look that up. Oh, Fantastic Be so true. I need Theseus Scamander. I have to tell you guys about my spiritual Theseus awakening. I was on a plane to New York. I watched um, Crimes of Grindelwald because I was like, I think there's a piece of that that's in New York. Well, it's 30 seconds, actually. But um, and I was watching and I was like, okay, wouldn't it be so cool if Theseus was a Hufflepuff? Because we don't get that many like really intense Hufflepuff characters. And I Googled it. And okay, so there's not like actual evidence like they haven't said. But the actor who plays Theseus said Theseus is a Hufflepuff and so am I. And that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. My life's gone down. Someone said Marvel. Um, a lot of you are saying Fantastic Beasts. 
Doctor Who, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, that's genius. Once Upon a Time. Oh my gosh, wait, this is so fun. Pirates of the Caribbean, Titanic. Okay, there's there has to be some kind of book. There has to be a million books on Titanic and I need, need to read them. Age of Adeline, it watches like a book reads. That is so true. She even works at a bookstore, I'm pretty sure. So that would be incredible. WandaVision would be a fascinating read. So true. I completely agree. I'm rolling. I am shaking in my boots about this one. I don't know where I'm rolling to. But Stranger Things, that would be so good. Ooh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Incredible. Criminal Minds, I have not seen that, but I, this is literally fate from the universe because this is my second sign to watch that show in the past 24 hours. Downton Abbey, that is my favorite. <gasps> Interrupting myself because she said written from Matthew's perspective. Well, I guess it would only be three seasons. <laughs> Sorry if that spoiled anything. <laughs> Gosh, uh, it's an old show, but that's my favorite show of all time. So I would absolutely, as my friend Didi would say, be gooped and gagged over that. La La Land. The Good Place. Yeah, lots of um, Gilmore Girls and Downton Abbey, which y'all are my people. That would be incredible. Let's move on to question seven. This is a fun one. This is sort of my Hufflepuff one. It, uh, question seven, you can duplicate any creature from any book to be your pet. Who do you choose? I'm going to say Newt's Niffler. I'm head over heels in love with Nifflers. They're so pure. Um, also... This is so random because I haven't even finished the series, but I think I'm on Empire of Storms and Throne of Glass. I haven't read it in a while, but Abraxos is everything. He was, I was absolutely in love with him. For your answers, we've got Banks from Hocus Pocus. So good. Literally a trapped human in a cat body. My dream. <laughs> Pascal from Tangled. Blackjack from Percy Jackson. Hedwig, so true. Oh my gosh. I had a crisis the other day because I can't have an owl. That hurts. I am hurt. I am traumatized by that. A Thestral or a dragon? The dragon has a temperament of a puppy and the ability to shrink. Oh, that's a Braxos. That's why I said that. Puppy dragon. Buckbeak, Fox the Phoenix. Lots of Nifflers. And I get that because they steal gold and they're little cute fuzzy puppies. I love them. <laughs> Bow truckle, the cereal. <laughs> the cereal would not allow itself to be a pet, though maybe it would allow itself to be like if you were their sugar daddy. <laughs> Somebody said for sure the messenger fox from Akatar. Goodbye. Did I miss that part? I don't remember that. I'll have to look it up, but that sounds amazing. It must be an autumn court thing. Somebody said church from Mortal Instruments. We love a grumpy cat moment. Another person said the surreal, Thestral, Pygmy Puff. A lot of you are saying Arnold the Pygmy Puff. Specifically Arnold. No other Pygmy, pygmy Puff will do. Um, that one was so fun. I love that one. Question eight. You can recommend one book and one book only to people for the rest of time. Which book do you choose? I am going to say, for me, The Grace Year. Y'all know. So if you don't, <laughs> I'm like, y'all know, but in case you don't. It's a dystopian novel. It's sort of like Lord of the Flies meets Handmaid's Tale. I've actually never watched Handmaid's Tale, but that's what I've heard. Meets, uh, what's the other one? Um, Hunger Games? Yeah, Hunger Games. So it's very empowering. That book changed my life. I read it in one sitting. Um, I would say The Grace Year or Little Women. 
maybe or people we meet on vacation those are mine i'm gonna just dump a ton pride and prejudice secret garden little women song of achilles i need to read that six of crows crescent city i'm reading that right now you guys i should say that at the beginning of episodes i should say what i'm reading and crescent city is so good i am obsessed with it um mean somebody just said mean i can't choose um harry potter akatar fault in our stars night circus great one great one lady midnight little women anxious people i need to read that carry on by rainbow Rowell. that's a great one great gatsby cress cinder i need to read those the bible i'm canceling myself that's a good one <laughs> i said grace here i said that's my bible Lord of the Rings, Red, White, and Royal Blue. She said, if Harry Potter isn't already on their radar, they're not the people for me. That is a very valid point. Um, the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. I've never heard of that. Sounds fun. I love dogs. From Blood and Ash, Twilight. <laughs> she said Twilight with a laugh and a cry face. Girl, I get it. That laugh and cry face is how I feel about it. I'm like, ha <laughs> um, <laughs> Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, City of Bones. <laughs> Somebody said you are unhinged. Thank you very much. I will now be taking a bow. Caraval. Did I say that right? I just got that one. I'm very excited to read it. Great Gatsby, Jane Eyre, Safe Haven by Nicholas Sparks, Anne of Green Gables, We Were Villains. Oh, that's a great one. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I really need to read that. I'm seeing that one everywhere. The Inheritance Games, The Midnight Circus. I think I own that, but haven't read it. <laughs> Some of you are saying Akamath. You'll just give the cliff notes of Akatar. <laughs> that's perfect. Ooh, All the Light We Cannot See. I also own that one, but have not read it. This is exposing me. A Court of Silver Flames, hands down. I get that. That book, that book is my guidebook for life. And ending it with more, another seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, a lot of little women, and another Addie LaRue. That was good. Um, Thank goodness we don't have to just recommend one, but those were great answers. I loved that. Question nine, you are forced to become any book character who already exists and you have to fulfill their quest in order to get back to our world. All the other characters think you are them. Which character do you choose? I am absolutely going to choose Amy March, um, but I'll look, look, I'm really going to have to learn the speech. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mess up every time I try to do that speech. So uh, maybe this is illegal for me, but I would love to be Amy. I would love to be in love with Lori my whole life. And there's really just no competition. All right, we've got Anne Shirley so I can marry Gilbert. We've got Annabeth so I could date Percy. Literally me. I'm like, Amy so I can be in love with Lori. Um, but also these girls are so great on their own. We aren't doing it for just the men, but that is a great factor. Okay, Hermione, Joe March, Claire Fraser from that show. Neep, neep, neep. You guys know. What is it called? I'm forgetting. Sorry, <laughs> I haven't watched it. I need to. Bella Swan, probably. Don't think it would be hard to be her. Yeah, because she just sits there. Bless her heart. Nesta, 1000%. Hello, Cassian. So true. Luna Lovegood. Jill March, Feyre, Tessa Gray, America Singer. America Singer drives me off the wall a little bit, but it would be so fun to be her, especially because of Maxon. We love him. 
Tessa Gray because she doesn't go through that much trauma but still gets two super hot dudes, two soulmates. Oh, to be Tessa. She is one of the best characters of all time. We've got a lot of Feyre's and she's actually probably in my top three. Oh, to be Feyre on her journey. She is... I don't know, though. I just don't think, personally, I have it in me to, like, do what she does. She is... I. Why do I have goosebumps? Feyre and Feyre Ardron and Harry Potter are the two characters that inspire me more than any other. They are incredible. I still have chills and still have chills thinking about them being besties. We've got a lot of Hermione's. Honestly, probably 30% of these are Hermione's and props to you guys. I just don't think I could ever fill her shoes. Not even close. I am not logical. Uh, I'm not as logical as her, but she is life-changing. Elaine Archeron, interesting. I wonder if that person wants a villain arc. I need to talk with you guys about Elaine on Instagram. Edmund Pevensey, Lucy Pevensey, Avery from the Inheritance Games. Heck yeah, she inheritance inherits inheritances. Lots of money. <laughs> um, Feyre's quest would push me, and I love a challenge. That's a good point. <laughs> Somebody said Draco. I want to knife emoji. Dumbledore (laughs) and we will end on that note okay last question question 10 I'm super excited to see what you guys said I think this is such a fun uplifting question to end on last question in Twilight the vampires sometimes have powers based on their natural strengths they had as humans empathy self-control etc what do you think your vampire gift would be (sighs) hmm There's two things I think mine could be. The first would have to do with nature and the second would have to do with creativity. So maybe with nature, something with mountains. (laughs) Squish mountains on people. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Let me think. Okay, I also love dogs. What if I could control the wolves because they have to listen to me because I'm so in love with dogs? Or... Let's just go full earth bending, full send, because I love nature or creativity wise. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also really spontaneous. So maybe something with that. I have I need to read y'all's responses. This is hard. All right. Here's y'all's. I think it would be mine reading like Eddie. I'm very intuitive. Love that. Empathy and cooking. Empathy. Oh, there's a lot of empathy. That's really beautiful. Um, somebody said, well, I have ADHD, so it'd probably be interesting. You're preaching to the choir, sister. Um, empathy. I feel so much. Recycling. We love that. She's trying to save the earth. She's a recycle vampire. Imagine like a vampire becoming the face of saving the earth in like human elementary schools. (laughs) Another fanfic idea. Fanfic. Nice. Um, I can read people like a book. I just get them. That's so good. Kindness. Um, LOL, what would overly anxious fall into? Okay, actually, I bet that would be like maybe kind of like Alice's where you could predict future because anxiety is thinking of every possible situation. Um, I would read at light speed and another speed reading right next to it. That's amazing. Ooh, organization shield like Bella because taking care of people is my strength. That's amazing. 
I need to work on that. <laughs> I was just talking with my friends about how our top love languages are words and gifts. It was all three of us. We all said that. And um, how acts of service is something that none of us either really like value or are good at. I mean, it obviously is amazing and I value it. But it doesn't like necessarily make me feel loved. Oops, I just hit my mic. Sorry. But it's just like, yay, you're doing stuff for me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not good at that. Ooh, mental influence. Influence thoughts. That's really cool. Teleportation. Um, My boyfriend says I have the power to make people slash animals sleepy. Pop off. I love that. Invisibility. Making peace between people. Holy crap. That's a very good one. How to make any situation awkward. Um, twinkly stars. Anxiety. <laughs> Mood. Photographic memory slash intelligence. So cool. Elemental control. Okay, that's what kind of what I was saying, but you summed it up much better than me. So I think that, that you take the cake. Cool. That's everything. That was a fun one. All right, guys, that is the end of Bookish Roulette. I hope you loved it. I cannot thank you enough for submitting your answers. I had so much fun reading it. I feel so connected to you guys. And that's like the whole point of this podcast is just we're going for that like late night cozy common room chat vibe. So thank you for submitting your answers. I'm so glad we're pals. And when this goes live, it will be a Monday, which means that tomorrow is my Girls Who Read launch, which is my first ever Gilmore Girls product. So we have the Rory Gilmore case study, the Brightest Witch, aka Hermione case study, and the Joe March case study hoodies, and also some really fun boutique items. So feel free to check that out if you want. And also, our regular podcast day will be Friday, so we'll have episodes coming out every Friday but this week it will be Monday because we just launched and Friday. So I will be posting business Q&As for my Friday episode. I wanted to start out with like books and get into business too because those are my two favorite topics. So keep an eye out for the business Q&A box if you have any questions for that. And thank you so much for watching. I will talk to you guys next time.